0: By theater in the now i'm your host as always michael block if you love the podcast make sure you subscribe on apple Podcasts, google play spotify soundcloud or stitcher so you never miss an episode and leave a five-star review while you're there and as always follow me on instagram at michael block Talk, on twitter at blocktalknyc, nyc and visit theaterinthenow.com for latest news reviews and interviews Oh my good gay girly god, Queens Down Under! Did they do it right? The girl group challenge is back, and it was not up to par compared to our friends in England. It's time to break down the latest episode of Drag Race Down Under, and joining me is one of my favorite block talk groupies, Dot Deville. Hello, hi. How are you? I'm good. It's fun to have some Queens Down Under to talk about. It's been a, it's been some time since we chatted. It
1: has. And last time we spoke, I was, I was, I was my boy self. I, was, I know.
0: And, and now, know Dot is here looking stunning. You know, she's had a couple more months of practice. I love the hair. Thank you. Yeah. Looking gorge. Um, not the winner of season four, 13. <laughs> No. Yeah. So let, 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 since we, we did chat about that little show, let's chat about that for a second. How do you feel about the end result? Um, so I started out
1: staunchly team Simone and mm-hmm. Mick very slowly, but she really won me over. I think Simone had a very strong start and then yeah. sort of fizzled out. I think she got in her head a little too much. Yeah. Um, and Mick, I felt was the opposite. I think she started out very nervous and unsure of herself and then realized like, I just need to be here and have fun.
0: Absolutely. Um,
1: and so that being said, I was disappointed that the final lip sync wasn't between those two mm-hmm. but it made for better tv because whoever would have thought candy would make it into the top two I mean, no one but candy. <laughs> yeah um, and yeah. i love candy i i said no shade like i love candy i just didn't see that um, for her and ultimately as someone who did start out team simone i still felt vindicated because
0: she won like <laughs> Yeah, I, I do think the right winner did win. Um, happy with the results. Didn't love how it all turned out, but you know what? It's okay. It's all over. Finally, season 13 was a long-ass season. You know what? Mick is going to make $100,000 elsewhere. Oh, fully. Uh, in other ways,
1: elsewhere.
0: Uh, absolutely. Um, I have said it. I don't think you'll see Mick back on the show again. I don't think they need it. Um, I
1: think we will. She. you has- think so? Yeah, she has said time and time again, like, I don't want to leave. Like, I want to move in. I want to live behind the, you know, the, the yeah. dress. And I don't think she's kidding. And she even said on um, Nikki Tutorials web uh, YouTube, she said, like, if they ask me back, I'm there. She's like, I gonna- have,
0: I mean, I, I personally feel like maybe when um, Raven's time is to go, Mick will take over.
1: Oh, in beating Rue's face? yeah maybe i don't know that i don't not no shade to mick i don't know that she's capable
0: hey you never know i mean she did make paris hilton not look like a drag queen apparently yes true
1: i think she's a little bit more she's too artsy clowny yeah Yeah. whereas raven does fish and keep in mind Rue's age like black
0: don't crack but Mm -hmm. she's one of a certain age that is true that is true a lot of uh magic that goes in. that is very true well i do have some drag news of the week, and we're not going to spoil anything we're just going to announce this because it has been in the reddit world it's been out there but season 14's in quarantine people have disappeared
1: oh
0: Work. you can do your sleuthing if you want there's right. a video that's been on youtube i heard one rumor mm-hmm. um
1: Oh my God, I forgot her name. She's a New York queen. Mm-hmm. Um, but funny enough, when I heard the rumor, I saw her the week prior Interesting. fabric shopping. Like I was fabric shopping, which, you know, that could just be like, it is what it Coincidence, is. Coincidence, like, yeah. Drag queen who was fabric shopping. Like I'm not on the show. Like drag queens need fabric. But it's, um, very true. I did. What, what was her? Was it Jasmine? Jasmine? Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Again, y'all can can go look. I have not said anything. I'm not denying. I'm not confirming. These are the things I saw on a YouTube video. You can watch with your own eyes as well. I didn't see it. I heard it from another, another queen. Yeah. So listeners don't yell at me, but they, that the rumor is they're in quarantine and do with it what you will.
1: I live i like i think that if jasmine is on the show she's going to be a little twinkie pearl 2.0 like everyone's going to want to stick it in her hole. oh she's gorgeous
0: absolutely gorgeous but yeah absolutely a piece of that pie so (laughs) yeah well let let's talk about drag race down under how are you feeling three episodes in
1: i am shook i'm sure that everyone shares the sentence like same sentiments as me when um in saying that like art being eliminated in episode two is just the gag of the century. Yeah. Um, and I will say like, I'm sure we'll get there, but like, we're
0: three episodes in
1: and Rue has already eliminated the two Aboriginal.
0: Oh yeah. we'll, we'll we'll definitely discuss it. Um, what like racism much? Like I'm not someone to point
1: fingers or say this, that, and the other thing, but like, a, I don't think Coco Jumbo deserved to go home so early, and B, optics. Like I'm-
0: Sure. Yeah, and and I definitely want to discuss it at the end because it is an actual discussion to have yeah. um, because there are a lot of factors that went into this ultimate decision. Um, so I wanted to take it step by step, but I, I agree there. Um, Art Simone going home was shocking. Losing the two queens have- of color, I'm like... We only have white girls left. Like Correct. Okay. correct well let's dive into it it's after the elimination the girls return to the workroom with mirror messages from art simone and who would have guessed it not them yeah. coco tells us that years ago she was supposed to perform at a bar's christmas party where she was told by the owner's wife that she was nothing compared to art simone bloop but she just kicked off art simone so i thought that was a really interesting little tidbit um I love that that little redemption story. I was like, she oh. she loves to make sure we all know this. She kicked off Art's moan. She said it like five times. And yeah, ab- absolutely. absolutely. Honestly, um,
1: same. I would fully feel the same.
0: Yeah, fully. And like, it's really interesting um, for ha- for someone to have that memory, that thought, because it is traumatic to hear something like that. Oh. Um, to then be able to feel vindicated, yet still kind of be shady about it. It was it was, it was very drag about it. I mean, the th- I think it's a thing among queens.
1: Like there's one thing, mm-hmm. to be, but there's another thing to be compared to one another, which is like when you said like, oh, you've got a little Ducky and Patsy in your eye makeup today. And I'm like, I love them to death, but I'm like, girl, I got to switch it up. I don't want to be anything like them. So for her to be compared to or say you don't even compare. Right. To Art Simone, that's got to hurt.
0: And then, Absolutely.
1: not only did all the queens think that she was the queen to be, the entire world went into this series thinking she was the queen to beat. So, I did. Mama, put it on a t-shirt. I sent art home.
0: Yeah. Karen says that she thought art would be her number one competition. Scarlett says that she doesn't know what to expect. And the ETC um, says that if Art Simone is going home, anyone can go home in this competition. But now is the time to establish yourself in the competition. What a day. ETC is ready to put her clothes to shoes on for the win it's mm-hmm. so the next day the girls walk in with balloons because they are sucking helium come on if you're gay you already feel like you're sucking on helium with the voices like we have yeah I mean, it is what it, i mean rupaul's drag race goes there a lot of times with like really just silly sticky humor that I'm yeah the girls are starting to get intimidated by coco and electra because they can turn out a lip sync which is proven and we will definitely discuss that later yeah. um but Etc. wants to get them both in the bottom to get each other. And what great foreshadowing is he like, can she predict the future?
1: I don't know. I feel like she just borders on delusion and like, (laughs) it's like, she's both delusional and like completely self-aware.
0: Yeah. At the same time. Like, yeah. Yeah. Well, Rue's video message is filled with girl group puns and Anita is too stupid to get it. I thought that was an act. Like, come oh, on. it totally is. That, it totally is. But it was just very funny. Before we have a maxi challenge, we get a quick drag mini challenge. They need to hit the beach and show off their best slow motion surf rescue. They have 20 minutes to get into quick lifeguard drag. Are you a fan of the beach and, and lifeguards? No, I am no? a fan of lifeguards.
1: I love lifeguards. I love blonde tan boys with body, 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 mm-hmm. body, sand. I hate, okay. I hate seagulls. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the beach in general, like I only want to be on the beach if it is white
0: sand and tropical warm water. Well, guess where you need to go, Australia. <laughs> um, take a little trip to Bondi Beach. I know, Perth. We get a product placement that the queens can do some bushwhacking with the Lawnmower 3.0 by Manscaped jokes on you rupaul they just came out with 4.0 oh really? <laughs> they did it just came out last week i think i love that i was like oh this is delayed but um what a product placement! they've definitely been around drag race for a while i know manscaped i think was sponsoring uh the digital drag con last year because all i saw was like that in between every freaking act they
1: definitely also um, sponsor Tudor Boot. I think mm-hmm. they, sponsor, they have sponsored um, the, the caps. Like, they definitely have been around for
0: the house. It, it, You know what? It is a good product. I have one of my own.
1: I love. I've been thinking about it, but we have this old Conair that has just been, like,
0: chugging along for Yeah. Years. Well, it is time for Babe Watch. Um, are you familiar with the television program of the 90s, Baywatch? Of course, Pam Anderson. Hello. Um, How many Gen Z kids were like, what's Babe Watch? Is this a reference for something? I'm certain there were a ton at home who were quick to Google. Yeah. Or they're like, is this an Australian thing? I'm like, no, 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 no. That is an American thing. America. So the ETC is up first. And how the fuck did she get that face painted in 20 minutes? It looks like her actual face. Did you say etc. etc. Mm-hmm. I yeah. cannot spell etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera, so I call her the etc. now. So
1: that's funny you say that. She came out, and my husband and I immediately were like, "She
0: looks amazing." So I I didn't go back, but I think she must put like a very neutral boy paint on when she walks in the workroom because everything was like she just added, and it was perfect. Yeah, but also her waist looked like her body, amazing.
1: Like she yeah. Just, right?
0: Yeah. Well, anyway, she's got two balloons as boobs because why not? They were right there backstage, I guess. And her run is filled with her popping her balloons. Okay. It's cute. cute. Karen looks terrible, but she's showing off her bush in a terrible yellow wig. Yeah. I didn't love the bush and like, and, they, and then they just kept coming. They kept on coming. Uh, Kid Amin has that same colored yellow wig and she's drowning herself in water. She's just pouring water all over her face.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Electra has sunscreen on her nose, and you know what? That was quite funny. No one else did something like that. But, yeah. as Kitta says, she's good at the mini challenge. It's a shame about the maxi challenges. T Coco jiggles her titties, and I think that's what she did in the first mini challenge. Isn't that what Rue told her to do? Yes, it was a full deja vu. It was the same exact strike a pose.
1: Like, mm-hmm. It was the same.
0: Um, yeah, so is Coco unable to do anything else or is Rue just wanting to see her jiggle her titties? I, I don't know. I think she's just a big girl who likes having titties. Fair. Anita comes in looking like she's 50 with that Long Island dyed red hair and a caftan and a siggy. Her fun, Her run is funny and it's very camp, very very Anita. Mm-hmm. Maxie is wearing the wig from last week's challenge because that's just embarrassing. yeah. Scarlet looks like her Jennifer Coolidge, but she's very funny, and her tits are literally out. She's being a dumb blonde, and Rue is laughing. And we all know if you make Rue laugh, that's all that matters. Correct. The winners of the challenge are Scarlett Adams and Electra Shock. Scarlett receives twenty five hundred from Gogo. Electra wins twenty five hundred to Filma's Workshop. Why do you think they got different prizes, and why was it not from Manscape? I have no
1: idea. I thought the same thing, but whatever they're taking their money wherever they can get
0: it. My initial thought was that perhaps one of them was New Zealand based. Um, so that's why they would have to give them a New Zealand based prize because they had to use it there. Then I was like, that, that seems like a stretch. Um mm-hmm. But I didn't do enough research to really, you know, find out what Filma's workshop is. Yeah, but it is also,
1: like, quarantine and the first season of Drag Race in quarantine. Sure. I feel like companies just weren't spending money the way that they were pre-lockdown. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's something
0: you know, I consider. I don't know. Hey, it's fair. Yeah. The Maxi Challenge is a girl group challenge. They will be competing in two groups, debuting Queenstown Under, written by Leland they will write a solo verse and do group choreography. We love Leland. Leland has been um, a staple on the show. He's written a lot of hit tracks recently, including UK hun. Um, So I was expecting this to be a really good song. Um, We'll get to the final result later, but yeah. Yeah. I'm happy to see Leland. I
1: think Leland is, like, obviously he's our new, unproblematic Lucian Piani. It's true. It's <laughs> so true.
0: he also has, like, hits on the radio. like. And that's what's so good about him, is he, because, unlike Lucian, who was there for camp, Leland's here because he's able to write a pop song that can melt into this world. So you can write a hit, yeah.
1: yeah. Like Look at UK It ended up number one on the UK chart. And
0: should be representing uh, the UK right now in Eurovision, but Y'all in the UK made a bad decision. It's on they, you. Yeah, you could have won. They really could have. They could have won. Well, the, the, the team captains of Scarlet and Electra get to choose their teams. Scarlet picks etc. Coco Anita. Electra selects Karen Keita, and Maxi. Scarlet didn't want Maxi, so she is stuck on Electra's team. They will be recording their lyrics with the help of former girl group superstar Michelle Visage because clearly that's all she's here to do at this point in the show anymore. Is be the vocal coach.
1: Well, again, it's locked down. I think they were like, oh, you're here. You're already in quarantine. We've got to
0: test you anyway. And we don't need to pay you a guest fee. Exactly. Maxie is worried because she's never written a lick of music before. While Electra is ready to show all the stops this week as a dancer. Have you written lyrics before? I have. Do you want to hear them? Yeah, let's hear them.
1: I'm painting for the back row, not the front row, for the back row. I'm painting for the back row, not the front row. Step back.
0: Love it. Oh my God. Update you. I need someone to help me lay that track. If you're listening, DM me. Ritzy Bits, come on, get on it. Not team leader, et cetera, et cetera, wants to go simple but effective and hot racist Scarlett Adams just rolls her eyes. Hot racist. <laughs> that's awesome. literally all I think about when I see her on stage. I can't. It's not fair. It,
1: it, she's beautiful. I literally think, whiten your teeth, and I want to eat your ass. Why? Are Correct. You?
0: I yeah.
1: Want to be racist.
0: It's just not fair. No. It's. Uh, yeah, but hot racist. That's what I have now deemed her. Um, you can redeem yourself some way, Scarlet. Clearly, people still love you. Um, come out and, and really apologize please i heard a rumor that it does come up on the show that's what i've heard as well but i'm I'm gonna tell you right now i've heard a lot of rumors and some of them have been incorrect so far so i'm not sure what to believe anymore
1: well i'm also like now that the aboriginal girls are gone not that like it, it falls on them to bring it up but like they're who i would have expected to bring it up so now, right it's like is karen gonna bring it up in in conversation about her tattoo like i don't know <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I'm gonna be curious if it does come up um or if it is a Rue thing because I've heard another rumor that it was it's Rue on the main stage who addresses it, but we'll see. We 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 will see. Um but Scarlet doesn't want it to be a step touch uh clap. She's a dancer, she wants to win this week. Electra is glad she doesn't have to work with Scarlet and, le- and etc. Because they have too many opinions and um, you know, the saying, too many cooks in the kitchen. They're all listening and writing their lyrics to Queens Down Under, clearly featuring Michelle Visage. Um, but did you notice that Etcetera is working underneath the workstation? I did. It was very Laganja. Only her. Only her would do it. So when Etc. said,
1: oh, I don't want to work with those girls. It's too many cooks in the kitchen. That harkens back to when Tia Coffee was like, oh, I don't want to work with the UK dolls because it's too obvious and they really are a girl group. And I'm like, mm. it was a little bit of like, Deja vu, foreshadowing. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Scarlet's team decides they want to hear everyone's lyrics. And Coco doesn't really have much. She literally, at this point, only had a line. She is not prepared at all. And etc. and Scarlet are offering to give her lyrics, which I don't think we've seen happen on the show before, where other queens are giving each other their lyrics. That being said, I know that we're at the point where we know a sewing challenge happens. We know a Snatch Game happens. We know that a lyric writing challenge is going to happen in the season. You have to come in with at least some prepared lines that you want to say. Literally, at least what I just sang for you five minutes ago. You know, yeah, <laughs> at least something like yeah. Coco, you, you you know yourself. What are the words that describe yourself? Write it down and then figure out how to put it with the, the melody. Um, so this was a really interesting um, conversation because clearly Scarlett, is feeling the same way i do she had things prepared and obviously it worked out in her benefit this week yeah meanwhile across the room we hear an outburst from electra saying she won the mini challenge and that's the way it's got to be karen walks off and says she just can't put her foot down and do what she wants electra says she can do whatever she wants kiddo walks off and says electra is being a diva but the gag they are faking it Psych, motherfuckers, I
1: lives because I was zoning out and I actually rewound before I got <laughs> the flag. And I was like, What are they fighting about? Yeah, and, and then I was like, And then I rewound even further
0: before again getting yeah, just kidding. I was like, I've watched this three times now, I don't know what they're fighting about. So then, <laughs> you know, it watching. was funny. I mean, this is how you get in each other's heads. This is good entertainment, yeah. and it, you know what? The editors loved it because last week they threw it in the preview and made people think, Oh my god, there's a big fight. No, yeah. it's all a joke um but the alarm sounds room mail again oh no it's a video me- message from leland and my twink charming troy Savon. Okay. when i say i got hard well not a joke just a fact um that boy's eyes he's fucking stunning
1: he is stunning and i kind of lived that he was just so forthcoming about the lyrics like i mean i bloom
0: just for you is mama it is the yeah whole- um, yeah, it's um, just like bareback. Well, what was really exciting was obviously we knew about uh, Tika Watiti. We knew about the Minogue's being on the show. No one knew there was going to be an appearance from Troy Sivan. So I think they really got the gaze here. So who knows who what who's coming down the pipeline later? But yeah, yeah as uh, Leland says, he's one of Troy's collaborators. They've been writing songs since their youth about their youth, flowers, and as. Troy says, getting fucked hard in the asshole like a pig bottom, bare back bottom, raw dog bottom bitch. Yes, those are the words that Troy Savan just said. And that confirms that my fantasy is true. This boy is a bottom. Oh, yeah. Um, and Scarlet relates on a spiritual level because she still thinks she's a top. And yeah, she's a top. She's, she's, she's totally a top.
1: Is she? I don't think she is. Have you seen the videos of her pole dancing?
0: Um, I have seen her pole dance. Yes, I have. Yes, yes, yes.
1: I don't get Tom. I don't
0: know. I mean, she she is a very tall, tall, tall human. So,
1: yeah. my, my,
0: my, my Australian husband, uh, met her the premiere weekend at a club. And, um, yeah, he said the same thing. Why you gotta be racist. Just a beautiful, beautiful human. It's not fair.
1: (laughs) I can't wait to see the veneers in in a year. One of those girls who sees herself on TV. And comes out with the but six months later.
0: Yeah, I don't. I don't know if she'll go that far. I definitely could see her doing at least extreme whitening. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Well, see. well the two of them, after we hear about Troy Sivan being a piggy bottom, um, they offer their tips to, to lyric writing, and it should have personality because, duh. Mm-hmm. And that's all they offer because this is not a QA. This is clearly a pre-recorded video. And that was what we were blessed to see with Leland and Troy Sivan. It was a cute moment. It was fine. It
1: was fine. It was, it was anything it needed to be.
0: Um, I definitely think this is one of those moments where Troy Sivan's like, I want to be on the show. Obviously, couldn't be there physically, and they were lucky to have this moment. Um, don't don't be shocked for season two when Troy Sivan and Kylie Minogue and Danny Minogue, they all show up on the actual panel.
1: Sure, and I think Troy was on the U.S. version.
0: Yep, he has. So he's no stranger to the show. He loves it. Yeah, he's obsessed. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's about—he's clearly a bottom, so all bottoms love drag race. Hello. I'm a bottom. I don't know
1: why I said
0: that. I was- <laughs> <laughs> all right, it's time to record with Michelle and Team Three and a Half Men is up first. I wish they had better names like UK, I, or at least show us how they landed at this shit because miss opportunities.
1: I I, I did chuckle when they said three and a half men because it was clear about. um, Maxie. Yeah, I was like, oh, that's that's clever.
0: Yeah, and and Michelle correctly predicted it was Maxie. Um, And Maxie, she is not a singer. She can do straight bar karaoke, um, which is bad.
1: Yeah, it wasn't. It left a lot to be
0: desired. It's true. Well, Karen from Finance gets to meet Jamie from AV. Come on, female AV team. I thought that was a very funny moment. They, You knew Michelle was excited to, to bring this one on. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. It was
0: cute. Um, Karen will be doing some white person rapping. It's very white. Yeah. Um, but Michelle likes what she's saying. She just wants her to be a little bit, bit goofier. She's Karen from Finance. Be goofy. You can do it. Ketamine is engrossed in her overdose. That was her rhyme. Um, problematic for sure, but it was really good. Uh, good branding. Yeah. Michelle says to try it in French, and Ketamine goes with it. Um, she's fun. She's a really good time.
1: It worked. It, it really did work. I was here for it. The Karen from Finance note that Michelle had, though, I was sort of like, you never know what these judges want. Like, they're either like, sure. Well, one thing, show us versatility, and then they give you versatility, and they're like, "Give us what you're good at," and it's like, "Right, oh, God, like, whatever."
0: Electra does have basic drag, and she'll make you laugh. And Michelle agrees; it's very, very true. um Write what you know. Yeah, Maxi is yet again not a singer. She's a drawer. She's quick-witted, very funny. Um, But Michelle has her sing Twinkle, Twinkle, Little Star. And you know what? That's a great lullaby. If if she's saying that to me as I'm trying to fall asleep, it would keep me up. But you know what? She tried. She she really tried. Um, But when she tries to do her lyrics, she is, they say timing um, in music. She has no clue what that is. None whatsoever. None at all. Um, Michelle just shakes her head. And she's never experienced someone who is rhythmically challenged um, as they, as Joe Black said, Glenn, close, but no cigar at all. It was bad. It was, it was scary. I don't
1: get it, but like, I don't know. I, I, I can do a step touch. I can hold a beat. I can sing a tune. So like, it's just very hard for me to um, watch when Mm -hmm. someone fails at something that like, is so...
0: Basic. Right. And this is not someone who just started drag. Maxie's been doing drag for a long time. Yeah. And somehow she's able to perform because I've heard she's a very good performer. Yeah. How do you not have timing?
1: Except if you have to if you have to match your lips up to the track, you need to have time.
0: exactly. I don't
1: know. Um my and reserve, my res- you know, my judge, my judge that's so only like, like I can't do splits, but I that's know. fair. <laughs>
0: It's time for the Outback Fake Okay, better name. We're, we're here for it. Um, Scarlet is a West Coast legend with personality. She's really crushing it. And then we have the etc. Giving her direction because that's what she's here for. That's what glamour bugs do. They are here to step on everybody's toes. Yeah, but I
1: think that I don't know. There's something about them that like is clearly rubbing the other girls the wrong way.
0: But I'm like like they ha- they're there to win absolutely and and this is not someone who again who is very seasoned they're 22 years old they're, they have, they're a kid They have a point of view right anita goes and she's just a fucking weirdo she's literally rapping about seeing her dick it's poetry it's stupid and anita's great television
1: yeah, Anita is one of those girls where I was just like, I cannot stare at this model for another second, get her off my screen. Very quickly won me over, very quickly changed my mind. And now I'm like, no, I want to see you in the top four.
0: Yeah, she she is wonderful. Etc. gives a sports reference with a Roger Federer name drop. Um, she did it for straight people because, you know, straight people do watch Drag Race. It is, it, it is a proven fact um but she goes over her lyrics to michelle and then gets read for filth as she is living her mariah fantasy with that headset um i'm sure every drag queen who in that in that moment has had that headset moment and etc is just the first one to be called out for it
1: i loved the fantasy
0: <laughs> coco is giving me full roxy andrews moment um i'm both excited as a television viewer and terrified as a television viewer. Um, like, oh, nur. No. she's on Struggle Street.
1: Yeah, she wasn't singing for the people in the room. She was singing for the people that she knew would see this down the line. And it showed, like, it was in her head that this
0: was mm-hmm. going to be a possibility. She was singing for the shower head and the conditioner and the washcloth. She's a shower singer, and that's fine. I am totally a shower singer as well. I, if you put me in this kind of challenge, I would buckle under pressure. Um, She, but you know what? You got to have confidence, and good on Coco. She got more confidence than I'll ever have. Yeah. It's time to do a little choreography, and three and a half men are taking the main stage to work on their choreo, and they have to fill the full space. Electra is highlighting her skills as a dance teacher. There's a lot of pressure on her and it has to be right. Karen is having a lot of fun learning it from Electra and Maxie's actually feeling great about it because she's being taught what to do. Electra is confident and she's telling us that she hasn't taught a dance class in a while. So we're ready for a dramatic backstory. Are you ready to talk about it? See, this is
1: one of the parts I missed. So I'm watching it for the first time.
0: <laughs> Electra used to have a dance studio but she lost it and it's very traumatic for her. She lost her business and her home and had to live in a garage. Um she lost everything and that's when she says hence her basic drag. Um Karen says that Electra has a fire within her and she's glad for her. Maxi is giving her props for teaching someone who has no dance experience the skills in this choreography. She goes on to say that she can see little gay boys and gay little gay girls learning from Electra in heels and being excited by it is Electra the next Leslie Edwards, probably not. Oh, um, but she starts to break down, and it's odd to see her show emotion because she looks like an icy person. But it's cool to see someone like that have passion within them.
1: I don't know how, but this like whole scene I completely like over for.
0: Huh? Well, maybe you're not an Electra fan, and that's totally viable. <laughs> I'm
1: really not. Like when you said, "Oh, then that's why her drag is." is basic is because she lost everything in a fire. I'm like, I'm sorry that that happened, but your drag is basic because you lack taste.
0: Correct. Um, but yeah, so it was really interesting with this moment, but Karen makes a statement that you, that you don't need money to win drag race. You need the fire, the heart and the soul. Liza, Liza Minnelli. Yeah. I think, yeah, but girl, in this day and age, of Drag Race, you can't look cheap and expect to survive. Personality will only take you to second place. But again,
1: it harkens back to taste. If you have taste, you can make a lot go a long way with a little. And etc. doesn't do that.
0: Electra, not- Electra. I know, it's confusing. I've done it a couple of times.
1: Electra doesn't do that.
0: No, she does not. And, and it's interesting because, again, this cast was not an auditioned cast. They were more of a recruited cast. They knew who Electra was based on her time on House of Drag and, and anything they would have seen on social media. So they should have known this, or that was all, the whole point, is to have someone who is in the basic drag area so they had a plot. Because you can't have an entire cast of perfection. Yeah.
1: And and honestly, she gives us the splits. She gives us the tricks. She, You know yeah. that- she brings other things
0: to do. Yeah. Well, Karen wants to see Electra win this week because she helped her out so much. Karen, you're going to be very disappointed, but it's good to have a wish and a dream. The Outback Facos are ready to go. Uh, Scarlett wants to do harder choreography, but she knows she has to simplify it when the whole group has to look cohesive. She's giving Anita some choreography. She tells us she wanted to allow the girls to give some input. But she says some of the input was dumb. Tell us how you really feel, Scarlet. Uh, the ETC says that being a good leader, leader is about leading from behind. She's that little finger of the fake Um, She's gonna. She likes to instigate.
1: She really does. But I kind of live for it because a lot of people her age don't. Like mm-hmm. a lot of younger Gen Z people are very kumbaya in front of the camera.
0: Yeah. And just want to win she does she really does and she wants to make her impact shown We have a
1: sassy gen z baby
0: etc and Scarlett are fighting to be the lead choreographer and coco shades etc and says she's only seen her in three production shows she goes on to say that her side of in, in on her side of sydney etc is the boss and she surrounds herself with amateurs so she can shine I've never seen a queen in New York City do that before. dot 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 Not dotville, but I mean listen, again, it did this bitch, she she she's turning out to be this little businesswoman and I'm kind of here for it. Yeah. It, it got her on the show. Work. No shame in the game. No, and you know what? I'm sure those um amateurs around her watching uh, this episode is, are not happy at Coco Jumbo for saying that, um, but it sounds like we got a little bit of a rivalry in Sydney.
1: I'm here for it. I, that's what makes Drag Race to me so fun to watch. And yeah. 13 was so like, ugh, I did tune in to watch everyone become best friends. Like We should have left Tanisha on a little while longer so that we could see that rift with you know. Uh, then that
0: would have meant eliminating Candy, and I don't think that's what they wanted, so. I just wanted to
1: see her and Candy, like, continue. Like, I wanted to see that boil over. Like, come on.
0: Just got just got to subscribe to the Tamisha Naman network. <laughs> <laughs> Same. Um, etc. thinks the other group should be worried because she thinks this foursome is awesome. Hardy har har. Um, it's elimination day, and Kitta is feeling great for the day. They're all having a fabulous day, right? Wrong. So, Etcetera asks Coco if she can go through her glitter for the runway. And what does she find? She finds a note that says, watch out. What? What the fuck does that mean? Was it art? Was it a girl from the other team? Did Coco plant it herself? Shady. Kitta jokes that she wrote the note, but she didn't. She just loves shit stirring. I love drama and mystery, but this was stupid.
1: I was going to say, this was so cheap. This was so stupid. This was so unnecessary. And
0: Yeah. So according to a video from Art at a live show last weekend, she claims she wrote the note. Now, here's my thing. The girls did a mini challenge and had to get in quick drag. So Coco would have been able to see it at her station because she would have been there, right? Unless unless it
1: was like literally put in her glitter case. Okay.
0: Valid. I, I can understand that. Fair um,
1: okay. enough to Nancy Drew this. Like moving on. I don't even
0: care. Well, I mean, before I heard about the art thing, I saw that uh, Scarlett had put on her Instagram that they still don't know who wrote the letter.
1: This is the cheapest. I do not care drama that they ever could have cooked
0: up. What did you care less about, the note gate or wig gate with Ariel Versace?
1: I mean, wig gate with Ariel Versace like didn't become a thing until the reunion. <laughs> right. it was a moment. Like at least we got to see like the wig thrown back at her. I don't know. Yeah, hear less about this note. This yeah,
0: was- you know what? They got they got a little drama. They they didn't have any like. Big family moment discussions this episode. This is all we got at the mirrors. So I guess they needed something to put on. Rue comes out for the runway. Finally looking like modern RuPaul. I think that blue sparkle dress was stunning. The beat is sickening. Like if you were going to turn Rue into like an action figure, this is the look I would want to in. Yes,
1: I would buy that doll. And my husband would tell me to return it because <laughs> I, I purchased so many dolls. Oh, my God.
0: This was a good luck. Um, so I'm I'm officially saying Raven is officially hears you back.
1: Yeah.
0: We got Michelle and Reese, who is a brilliant comedian. Um, why? Because Rue asks him if he's a fan of girl groups, and he says he's always been a fan of the 1960s. So seduction. The way Rue and Michelle laugh, they love this kid. Yeah. It was
1: it was the perfect read because. It's the kind of read that would go over a lot of people's heads. Yeah. And the two people who needed to get it got it.
0: Yeah. That's,
1: that is what made it so.
0: For me, Reese is hands down the best supplement judge on any of the series.
1: Very quick.
0: He's, He's quick. very quick. He's very funny. And he's also so authentic. Like he is us. He's reacting like he's a fan of the show, watching the show.
1: Yeah. And I fully in in my mind, I have played out how that interview went. And yeah, like, I feel like he was nervous as hell to audition to be one of like the permanent judges on this panel. But the moment Rue and Michelle sat down in, in a chemistry read with him, there's like it's
0: perfect. It's like they yeah. know- um I had heard. Uh, somewhere that he was not a fan of drag prior to the gig, um, so he's adapting really well. Really, he's that's the- something I heard, but I'm not. I'm not sure how true that is. I
1: him as a drag queen for for uh, Halloween.
0: Yeah. All right, it's time for the queens down under. Uh, first up, we have the Outback Facos. They look expensive and cohesive. Um, they're each in a monochromatic color bodysuit and jacket. Yet they're authentic themselves, and I, I like their overall look.
1: I hated etc. Look,
0: yes, We're, we'll we'll dive into individuals, but as a group, I think they looked good. As a group,
1: they look good, except for etc. Stood out like a sore thumb. Yeah. And shake and go beauty supplies for sixty-year-old <laughs> woman wig and this like store-bought bedazzled nightgown yeah i I could not wrap my head around it nothing here said girl group it said chloris
0: leachman jane fonda you're not wrong awful well let's go through it a little bit uh scarlet i do think looks incredible um i love the denim and that wig is tight um i did see she was featured in a music video i think two years ago wearing this look um, dancing outside uh, in Perth and oh my god, it, this, it, it's a stunning look. It's simple but it's she made it look good. Um, Scarlett is very good at just saying words but then when she gets to her rap part, she's very solid. I thought she did an excellent job in this performance.
1: Scarlett, Scarlett really delivered.
0: Yeah. Anita is so funny and she fits the group well even with her Super Camp lyrics. I thought she did great. Good. Yeah. overall the choreo is smart and simple but because they do it with such conviction if there really was a misstep it was hard to notice also the editors didn't want you to see certain missteps but they, they did well i thought the choreo overall was very good
1: correct i i felt the same exact way they all they knew their steps enough to keep us thinking that they were more polished than they probably were,
0: yeah. And as you allude to, etc. Um, I love that she has a sense of style, but I really do also love this wig. I said she looks like a grandma at the ripe age of 22,
1: and no one even brought it up.
0: Nope, not at all.
1: I did not wait for Michelle and Rue to be like, What in the fucking golden girl were you thinking? That was like yeah, a girl group look,
0: and I get it, she's a 50s, 60s character, that's what she does but this is also Drag Race. You have to adapt to the challenge. 20 what? 2,
1: She's 22. She's a child. Like, what? She has no business with that wig.
0: Yeah, I agree. Coco really tried to camp her singing part, but no, no, no. It, w- it didn't fly. It did not work. Um, that being said, she has so much personality, and I thought she was fine. In I my thought- opinion, she was fine.
1: I thought she was more than fine. I thought she... Bl- like, you know, well... No- fine she was like a strong fine is what i would say mm-hmm. I absolutely
0: fine. she was she was not scarlet she was serviceable No, but she held her own absolutely i agree um and i love that double split at the end from scarlet and etc i thought it was a really w- great way to cap it off and again it was cohesive not all four of them were able to do that the two who can do the split they did the split the other two were in the back it looked like a girl group so now we have three and a half men Um, if there was a theme to this group, I would say campy question mark. I would say the Queens of Queens. Like, I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's like they all pulled something out of their suitcase and said, we can make this work. Um, this was sign number one, that this was not going to be the quote unquote winning group.
1: Yeah. I, but there was. But also, I didn't even need to see them after seeing
0: the first group. I was like, agreed. They are very good at walking. That's one thing I noted that they're good at walking. (laughs) Karen and those titty tassels. um, I'm usually not a big fan of it. That's fine. But her wig was excellent. That was styled to perfection. Um, I'm going to guess it was an integration once again, but that was a wonderful wig. It really was. Um, Kitta's lyrics are spot on she is quirky kooky kits quick and keen I loved her look I think the beat and the hair were wonderful and she stood out compared to the rest of the team in a positive way she really performed it sure right performance um, when the group did get into formations, Elektra is always in the front, in the focus. Like the others are just back up to her. We'll obviously go through the critiques when we get to it. But when I first heard the critiques, I was like, what are you talking about? Watching it a second time. I was like, okay, I get it. I see it. I see what you're talking about.
1: First time, I was like, you are stealing focus mama. Like,
0: and like, I understand she's the only one who can do certain things, but bitch, you picked your team.
1: It was also so obvious she was trying to overcompensate, like solely take
0: mm-hmm.
1: on all of the ability that everyone else lacked.
0: Right. And listen, we know um, that um, Banana Drama, they were not a, a stunt queen e- team either. They weren't the winning team, but they made it work in a way that was still serviceable. This wasn't. Well, Banana Drama was
1: their downfall was that the other team was just so, They're so
0: good. Yeah. Yeah.
1: This time, it was just like, I don't know. There was something off, like, synerg- like synergistically. I don't yeah. Know.
0: Um, yeah, Electra, I think her per- performance was solid. Um, her look reminded me of this strange version of Gina Tonic, um, but kind of more polished.
1: Maybe? I have to go back and look. I Again, I like. am I gagged at all of the stunts that she pulls? Yes. Mm-hmm love to be able to do anything like all yeah
0: i mean again all the girls just need a little more to do behind her yeah i just don't but i also just don't want to look at her yeah that's fair um speaking of not being able to look at things Maxie was on the floor because it's easier to make her do nothing if she can't dance it's called make it work you gotta fucking make it work and it it didn't work i think she needed to ham up the fact that she was useless
1: yeah Roll around like an egg, Humpty Dumpty, like give me flailing baby. Like it's just a little uncomfortable.
0: Right. Because I think it could have been really funny to have this three person girl group with the fourth lagging behind. Yes. Like but it should have been the entire performance. They could have done the SNL and I'm doing exactly that and it wasn't. I agree. And of course, lecture, the only real stunt queen on the team has to make the final beat about her and she does a split. And that's how um, Team Three and a Half Men ends. Yeah. Okay, so runway time. And this is gonna be a really interesting one. So category is Bogan Prom Realness. And in honor of the runway, we will play Prom Queen or Home Alone. Let's learn down under lingo. Bogan means an uncultured and unsophisticated person a boorish and uncouth person. Did you know that? I did. Did you get that from this runway? Um,
1: yes and no. Like, I'm a huge fan of Muriel's Wedding, and I did watch Margot Robbie explain uh, Australian slang for Vanity Fair. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, I did know what a bogan was. Um, bogan prom is, like, a very specific event for a bogan so that being said i do think there are girls who, who
0: nailed the challenge and i think mm-hmm.
1: missed the mark
0: yeah i um definitely want to say to the listeners this is going to be a very interesting runway um, i think it was very much lost in translation to me to the listeners because i had to put the definition of bogan on my pre-slide before we got to the looks because i wanted to make sure that you'll you're voting on the execution of the look for bogan prom and not because they all look terrible um so i think some of these numbers are going to reflect the the latter which is unfortunate but this was a hard challenge and i think it was definitely meant for a down under audience more than it was for an international audience
1: yeah i think they could have like definitely taken a second to define it
0: yeah absolutely all right we're gonna start off oh go ahead I was going to say they should have given us like examples right or 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 have reese uh explain it yes all right starting off with etc etc look by aaron carroll design dip dyed mullet by vistoso design nails by peaches she is channeling paris hilton as if she lived in the suburbs of sydney but dare i ask where is the prom like this yeah. is a track suit I know it's a different country and culture, but certainly this is not prom attire. So maybe this is lost on me. Um, The gap tooth was giving me electroshock vibes. Uh, The hair was trash, but come on, pink tips. It it was, it was trash. The nails are long and intense. I think it's a cohesive look, but I'm not seeing the connection to the theme.
1: Yeah. I see Bogan. I do not. Like I do not see prom at all. And for the listeners at home, what I, from what I understand from my Australian friends is that bogans are almost what we would call trailer trash, not to be yeah. called people who live in trailers are not less than, but the term trailer trash is what a bogan would be, but bogans don't necessarily lack funds. Right. In that aspect, I think, et cetera, was a classic bogan like she clearly wasn't hurting for money, but she wasn't going to prom. Not she at all. Shopping for a prom girl, but
0: Yeah. Um, because of that, I'm definitely going to give it a Home Alone because I just don't think it succeeded on the runway.
1: Yeah, that's a Home Alone
0: for me. The audience was 47% prom queen, 53% Home Alone. Next up, Coco Jumbo, no designers listed. Once again, girl, you got you got to give your designers credit because this is not working. Um, I like the detail of having leaves in her hair and dress, but girl, you gotta go further. The detail of the dirt on the knees was very smart, and that's the level of intent I want. For effect, I understand why they were white tights, but please never again. Um, this really felt like a walk around look she had from like an 80s themed night at a bar that she made work for the runway by adding fake plants. I think the makeup is terrible in all the right ways. Those baby pink lips could have been um, maybe smeared if she was going for like the fun in the uh, bushes. But I just don't think Coco is a fully realized artist. She's got the makings of a cam queen, but not the execution.
1: I think that Coco's um, weakness, I don't know if it's a weakness, is that she's too pretty. Like yeah. if you said the makeup could have been smeared um did i get bogan no i did no. get a prom and this might be a prom where bogan's attended
0: <laughs> she's not one of them no um again it's her execution like if i if you're going to do the theme of you just like did it in the bushes you gotta have more you gotta th- this isn't just this isn't real realism this is camp you're doing drag it's got to be further yeah, and 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 truth be told,
1: this is a pretty prom dress if we were looking at the late '80s, early '90s.
0: Yeah, like
1: it's not, it's it's pretty.
0: Yeah, and we're gonna we'll discuss '80s because it's it's gonna be kind of thing soon. But um, Michelle says that she looked beautiful in the performance, but she messed up. Rue called the lyrics disappointing and too simple, and said her runway look could have been elevated. When Rue asks why she chose to sing, Coco says because she likes to sing in the shower and she didn't think she'd be that bad. This look, I'm going to have to give a home alone. It just didn't didn't work for the prompt. Yeah, for the prompt, it's a home alone. Audience was 31% prom queen, 69% home alone. Next up, Anita Wiglet. Hair by Michael Irwin. Look by Josh Hart. Nails by Joelle Thompson. Again, with the gap tooth, it's Night of a Thousand Electras. I don't understand this look whatsoever, but hey, denim dressed to prom, that's complete trash to me. The denim bow with the ponytail was cute and certainly unsophisticated. This just felt very plain and I want more. I do love that the purse was like a flask, but step it up. got we, we need more if you're going to be this big, maniacal, campy queen. This
1: I love. To be completely honest, it was so wrong. Yeah. Like, I think a Bogan would wear this and think that they looked fabulous. Meanwhile, uh-huh. like, I would just be wondering, where the fuck
0: did you get
1: this dress?
0: It was terrible. Like,
1: awful. But also, the hair, the hair was gorgeous, but hideous. Yeah. It so, it, I think it was perfect. The thing with, Anita is, she doesn't look like someone who would be invited to prom anymore. <laughs> a Bogan prom chaperone than it was a Bogan prom attendee.
0: Sure, sure, sure. Michelle says that she did have some mess-ups in the performance, but she kept on going. Reese says that the line, my dry-ass pussy is serving you grand, should be in a museum, he says that there is a manicness to her that absolutely fucking terrifies him, and he loves it. I'm gonna give this a Home Alone. I have a feeling I know where you're going. Wait, who are we talking about? Anita. Anita. Anita Wiglet.
1: on, oh,
0: Anita. Uh, yeah. Sorry, I was looking at myself. Um, <laughs> uh, she no, she gets a she gets a prom queen. Audience was 56% prom queen, 44% Home Alone. So very very much in that middle place. Next we have Scarlett Adams, uh, hair by Denim uh, Dream Queen Wig Salon, look by Scarlett herself. Part of me now is wondering if Bogan is just code for 80s. Um, remember car window shields? This is them now. But actually, this is a goon sack. Um, so like what's inside of boxed wine. And oh. she has wine with her. She's fucking wearing aluminum and it she makes it look fashionable. The cigarette necklace and the cigarette earrings are smart trashy combo. The hair is styled well but those like strappy sandal things no ma'am such trash so good. I did I loved
1: this but I almost wonder if it is too well executed for an actual bogan.
0: That's fair. She's probably like the pretty bogan of, of the it's like all the
1: elements of like things that bogans do and enjoy. And
0: mm-hmm.
1: I don't know that one would actually wear this dress, but I, I liked it regardless.
0: Yeah, it was, it was more, it was very conceptual. It was campy and it's not something you necessarily think from Scarlet at this point in the show. So I appreciated it. Definitely. Michelle, go ahead. But she definitely showed us something new. Yeah. Michelle said she knew exactly what she wanted to do and that she made the performance about the group. She says that she looked like a pop star. Reese said he is impressed. She found a rhyme for personality and he is happy to have personality around because it's one of the few words he can pronounce. I love him. Rue says that the outfit is ridiculous. She feels educated and offended at the same time. I really did enjoy this, so I will give it a prom queen. Audience was 77% prom queen, 23% home alone. Next up, Electroshock. No designers listed. Again, what is with the 80s inspired looks? Could it be that they told them 80s and adjusted the wording? I'm not sure. That being said. I do think
1: so, like Muriel's Wedding. I don't know if that was made in the 80s or the
0: 90s. It it was 90s.
1: But it felt very 80s.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Oh I have my Muriel's Wedding uh, reference coming up. Because uh, someone I was like Muriel would wear that, but with Electra, this is the closest uh, prom look I've I felt, and I think it's cohesive and has a Bogan air to it. I do like the gold details, but I'm not quite sure why she has a nude piece on top with stoning because that kind of threw me for a bit. I think the fit this fits the prompt, and shockingly, it's one of the better pieces we've seen from her. Yeah, she's very good with the can. <laughs>
1: As much as I dislike watching her and I don't really enjoy her drag, I do think she uh, completed
0: the assignment. I agree. Michelle says that she was just a joy to work with, but her performance was all about her. She says the runway basic drag is only going to get her so far on Drag Race and has to start thinking how you can elevate it. Ree says that she was the Beyonce and then there was everyone else. Rue said she was only showcasing herself. I do like this look. I think it worked, so I will give it a prom queen.
1: Prom queen, reluctantly.
0: Audience was 38% prom queen, 62% home alone. Next, we have ketamine, hair by, styled by Esther, look by Jen Jones. As far as a cohesive look, I love this. This would be great for a neon runway. Um, I think it's very polished look, and it goes a bit against Bogan, especially because that smile was just too beautiful and captivating. The black leather jacket, fishnets, and black boots certainly give her edge. Could certainly do without that headpiece, because it served little purpose.
1: It was so wrong for the challenge. So wrong for the challenge. This would have been great, except for a neon runway. It would have been great for a Cindy Lauper runway. 80s? It was not bogan at all it was way too polished
0: yeah way too polished michelle says she was easy to work with and it was fun to watch and she stood out she is killing her with the color because this is her kryptonite reese doesn't get bogan prom from it he also says that she has a manic energy that is infectious interesting that he says about says that about kita and anita um, Rue says that there's something that happens when she gets in the drag and that there is a glint in her eye that gets weird cross dressery and that she's just having so much fun. I, I, uh, I really think this is a cohesive look and I like it, but it didn't work. So I have to give it a home alone.
1: Yeah, it's a home alone based solely on the challenge.
0: Audience was 42% prom queen, 58% home alone. Next up, Maxi Shield. Here we go. Listen. The runways are certainly up to interpretation. Maxie knew she could not sell prom kid at all. So she went chaperone. And I think that was a brilliant idea for her. She looks like that parent who wants to be cool, like a cool mom, but she's anything but because if my mom tried to look like that in public, nevertheless, a school function, I would ask to be transferred. There are so many insane patterns. The gold lame pants and tube top are extra. She loves those white wigs with the color, cool colors, but. I don't think it was necessarily right for this look because it lost Bogan for me.
1: I got Bogan all the way and I loved it. She was giving me that chaperone who I would like bum a cigarette from and who would like a cigarette and pretend like they don't want to, but they're like, oh my God, I'm cool. Like,
0: yeah.
1: 15 year old wants a cigarette from me. Um, I don't know. I really,
0: I really liked it. There's something
1: about Maxi that I love.
0: Yeah, no, I thought this really was great. I just didn't, I, I could have done with just a white hair as opposed to the white hair with the color streak in it. Yeah. Michelle says she struggled recording but looked unbelievable. She stayed on the floor. She wanted more and there was missed opportunity. Rue thinks she restricts herself but it's star quality. I'll give this prom queen.
1: This is prom queen.
0: Audience was 67% prom queen, 33% home alone. And finally, Karen from Finance. Look by Tristan Seaboom. Hair by Wigs by Vanity. Nails by Ice Cream Nails. I don't know why, but I feel like this is what Muriel would wear to, uh, for Muriel's wedding would have worn to her prom. Um, I wish it was a dress, but I don't mind it for what this was. That being said, it was prom. So I don't know if you'd actually wear this to a prom. I think the pattern is gross. She must have borrowed all that ruffling from Rosé. The hair is big and she is the only one to have a cheap TR in her hair, which was very smart. Um, also the return of the fanny pack. Yeah, I I
1: liked it. It gave me very like last minute invitation to prom. Yeah. Very like, oh, proms tonight. You you don't have anyone to go with you? Uh yeah, I'll be there. Yeah. <laughs> don't worry about that.
0: Yeah, I don't know why. Maybe, maybe it was just with the brown hair and and just the 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 face and everything. She reminded me of Tony Clepp from the movie
1: it was so wrong it was right def- yeah. there's no way that, that Tony Collette was not a reference
0: absolutely listen uh, friends if you have not seen Muriel's Wedding the classic Australian film you must excellent excellent excellent
1: me too I don't know if it's on Hulu or Netflix or Amazon I think it might be Amazon but it is
0: available it is um, it's a hard movie to watch it, it will definitely make you very uncomfortable um, but it's, it's, it's a special movie it didn't make me uncomfortable
1: I think if you're
0: born like before 1993, you'll be fine. Yeah, we'll see. I, I, I'm definitely born before 93, so I maybe we'll see. Maybe, maybe I'm, I'm an outlier, but I, it's one of my favorite movies. That being said, this look absolute prom queen.
1: Yes, prom queen.
0: Audience was 75% prom queen, 25% home alarm. So this week, they performed as groups, but they will be judged as individuals, question mark. Hmm. What? Hmm. How do you feel about that? Was this fair? Is it possible that the UK did not do it this way because there was a clear winning group in each season of the Girl Group Challenge?
1: I don't even try to make sense of the decision-making process anymore. Like,
0: perhaps. Because... I have strong feelings about this because I think the result should, as you alluded to earlier in the episode, the result should not have been the result that we had because yeah. the yeah. Outback fake hosts should have all been safe.
1: I think that that entire team should have been safe. Coco should not have lip synced.
0: I agree. Um, but that being said, as individuals, etc., and Karen are safe, which they can leave the prom. That means Coco, Anita, Scarlet, Electra, Kitta, and Maxi are the tops and the bottoms. Yeah, I, I think it should have been a full safe for the fake hose. Uh, three and a half men should have been in the bottom, and then we'll, when we get to the um, full results, I'll tell you who should have been in the bottom with Electra. But we're going. <laughs> we are going to talk about Untuck Junior. Um, Electra walks back; she knows she's in the bottom, and Coco thinks she is in the bottom as well. Electra really thought she was going to win, but she was to Beyonce, and etc. Says she agrees that the focus was on her. To an outside eye. Well, Electra thinks, etc. This is a good one. Should focus on not being safe. That's funny because safe does not win you drag race. it then goes on to say she's not even the Michelle. She's the one who left Destiny's Child first that you can't even remember her name. I thought that was a good read. So funny. The ETC continues to go on and say that her group tried to make it about the group. She asks Scarlett if she thinks she's got it in the goon bag and Scarlet thinks she might win. We now have a little seed of dissent between Electra and Scarlett because Electra thinks Scarlet is just annoying because she thinks she's hot shit. She is hot, but she's also racist. like In this room and in this
1: setting, on top of being hot, she was hot shit that episode. She yeah, there's the a best. lot of jealousy here. Yeah, like she was the best in the talent. She was the best on the runway. Like
0: Scarlett not. says, the best critique she got was from Michelle that she was a star, and then the sweetheart that is Maxie Shield said she got that from RuPaul. Oh snap! That was really well done. She's like, I'm not gonna like glow, but RuPaul said it to me.
1: Yeah,
0: it was I, very well done. Yeah, you
1: would have gotten it from Michelle, but.
0: Um, and even even Scarlett was like, "Yeah, you're, you 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 want you topped me here." We're back on the runway, and Scarlett Adams is the winner of the week. She went She went a custom prosthetic piece from Body Effects, valued at four thousand five hundred dollars. Now, what the fuck is this perfect bitch gonna do with a body prosthetic? Titties. Titties. And well, she can get a new um, silicone bodysuit.
1: Yeah, like I, I,
0: I, <laughs> an ass is what I would guess. Um, I say sell it, but whatever. Anita is safe, as is Kidamine and Maxi's Shield, which means Coco and Electra are the bottom. Agree or disagree? I disagree. I agree. It should have been Maxi. It should have been Maxi and Electra. Yeah, and I love Maxi. I do too. I it it. it you can blame Elektra all you want for putting her on the floor during that performance, but Michelle was right. You got to advocate for yourself. If you know you're not going to prove why you should be there, you got to say, "No, bitch, I want to do this." Mm-hmm. Um, I think they're just so enamored in Maxi that it it really did affect Ru's decision making.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Ru just wasn't ready to see Maxi go.
0: Yeah. Um, and and either and Electra and Coco would have sent her home, uh, hands down.
1: Yeah, I can't see a reality in which she can hold her own against that. Yeah.
0: But we're going to get a show. Um, the song is Shake Your Groove Thing by Peaches and Herb. And this song will always remind me of Priscilla, Queen of the Desert. So I am very happy with the song choice, uh, even though it's not by an Australian or New Zealand artist, it's by Americans, but it's, it's from Priscilla. So you got your Australia right there.
1: Well, for sure. <laughs>
0: Both queens brought an immense amount of energy and fun, um, and they did put on a show. I think Electra did have a little more diversity in her performance. There were a lot more layers and, and levels, but Coco just brought a lot of monotony. There was a lot of the same moves over and over again.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I don't know that it was a lot of the same, but there, to me, at least, there was more heart in her performance. Sure. Electra felt a little flaily and a little like what can I do next to right. this mind's blow like I feel like and I also felt like Rue was gonna
0: say Coco you stay like I thought Rue was gonna roll her eyes at all the tricks so I, uh, here's my controversial opinion this is one of the best lip syncs I've seen in a quite some time if they both didn't have such a shitty track record you could make an argument to save them both oh. But uh, alas, two bottoms—you can't have them both.
1: Absolutely, and I and I, I had that thought for a second, like midway through the lip sync. I was like, "This might be a double Sean." Yeah,
0: because the tea that I had heard, which was obviously wrong, was that it was a double elimination. Oh, clearly not right. So now I'm questioning all the other tea I heard. I'm a little nervous about that, but. Um, We'll see. Oh, I did for a second think that maybe, maybe, just maybe, this
1: is the double chante of the season. But then it very quickly in my mind, was like, no, these are both like bottom bitches. They have terrible track records, and you can't do a double chante after you send home Art Simone.
0: <laughs> you just... Right, right. Yeah. Um, in the end, Coco is eliminated as Electra of another day. Um, Coco says it sucks being the third to leave, but she still beat Art Simone. Take a drink every time you hear that. She also enjoyed meeting uh, Keita and Anita and Alexis. Who? Who's Alexis? She meant Electra, the bitch who just sent her packing. I don't think that she was kidding. I think she fully totally didn't know her name. She didn't know her name. Oh, well, I have some burning questions for you. Are you ready? What is Coco Jumbo's legacy? Face. Um,
1: yeah,
0: she's gorgeous. And personality. she got a lot. Three episodes in, two queens of color eliminated. Is there a disconnect when it comes to queens of color and talent? Or does, and I don't like saying this, does RuPaul not see color? I, this is a hard question.
1: As a white woman, Mm -hmm. (laughs) Touch upon, but I am leaning towards Rue. (sighs) Operating as though she doesn't see color.
0: Yeah. She does. I don't think she
1: cares.
0: That. I think that's what it is. I don't
1: think she cares about the optics. I think it's just very either got it
0: or you don't at the end of the day rue is disconnected from the world yeah she knows what's going around but as as how long did it take her to come out with a statement about black lives matter oh wait she personally never did world of wonder did the show did she personally never did i i don't know how she is unable to see that because the fans are there saying this. And of course, other producers and other people creating the show are feeding into her head. There have to
1: be producers in her ear. And I fully was jaw on the ground when I saw Coco. Now,
0: I personally think the trajectory of where we are could have been different. I, I said, I don't know if um, uh, JoJo should have gone home first. I think it should have been Electra. The next one, you then could have sent Coco home uh, instead of Art. There was no way fucking hell anyone would have been um, saved ahead of Coco on Lip Sync number two after JoJo went home. We're now three, so okay, fine. You bought a week, so Rue, you can do whatever you want. It, it, the optics are terrible, um, but that's what happens when you only cast two queens of color. That being said, we bought an extra two two weeks uh, when it comes to Drag Race UK season one because Vinegar Strokes was four, Something One was, uh, was Vinegar was three, Something was four, so it's almost the same. I just don't think Ru cares. I, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like that's yeah. No, I, I agree. I,
1: I think he does see color. I think he just doesn't care.
0: And. I'm positive when it comes back to casting the next season, they're going to have to do a lot more work when it comes to casting queens of color into um, Down Under. Optics
1: aside, I'm not at all. I'm not at all saying, "Oh, you need to keep you know queens of color on the show because we need the diversity." I just don't think that Coco. I, I just don't think that Coco was the one who should have gone home. I agree. It should have been Maxie. Bottom, like. This is me playing the I don't see color card. It's not true, you know. I just don't think she deserved to be
0: in the bottom. I agree. No, I fully agree. Um, Now, I I don't know enough about drag in Australia, New Zealand. It could be a situation that there are not a lot of queens of color. That's a terrible thought. Um, I just am not well versed enough. I know when... Um, the cast of Drag Race Holland came out. There was a lot of questions about it because you really only had um, the, the two Latinx queens in, in the cast. There was a lot of people saying the cast of Drag Race España looks very um, Caucasian. That may just be the makeup of the culture of drag there. I think it's a little different down under and I do hope that it's addressed when it comes to next season. Yeah, but it's also like first seasons, so like exactly, you you, you got to get the show uh, renewed first. Got to
1: get it, yeah, and get it on its feet. And I think that we're we're going to see a lot
0: more. Yeah, next week we get a design challenge, and they are going to be using trash. So we're we're just borrowing a lot of season one of UK. Who do you think is in trouble? And if you notice, something seems to be popping out um, from the trash. Any thoughts? I didn't notice anything popping up from the trash. Okay. We'll talk about that after the episode
1: then. Uh, who do you think's in trouble? I, because it's a trash challenge. Like I don't want to say, like I would say Electra if it wasn't a trash.
0: Challenge. Right. But I'm like, oh my God, maybe this is her like moment. Gutter queen. I don't yeah. know. I don't know who is really the sewers of the group. Um, I do know that uh, um, Scarlet does do a lot of her stuff. I could see this being a struggle week for queens like Kita, Anita, and Karen because they clearly have a package designed by other people. This may be the week that they're not good.
1: Maybe, but something tells me Kita and Anita can pull out a, a, a dress if need. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I've been so shocked by each episode so far that like,
0: who am I to say? Yeah. We end it every way the same way after three episodes, who's the winner of the season?
1: I think
0: it will be Karen. Yeah, I'm I'm flipping flopping. I I last week was Anita. Um, we didn't really hear much from Anita this week. We didn't really hear much from Karen this week. Um, so I'm stuck with both of them, but I'm still going to say Anita right now.
1: Really? Anita to me
0: just isn't someone who
1: I see Rue allowing to represent. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's possible, and and that but that but Rue loved her snatch game so much uh-huh. that I could see her wanting to. And that being said, Karen just has such a high bar. One falter, she's gonna get the art treatment. And I can see it. I think we just need to see Karen get comfortable. Yeah, I
1: think we're there. I think we're gonna start now that a few girls knocked out of her way, and she's like over the whole art Simone thing. I think we're gonna see her bring it. And like I said about Anita, I just. As much as Rue loves her, the only campy queens that we've seen, like Jinx and Bianca, like they're still beautiful. And mm-hmm. like, not like, not to be, you know, rude to Anita, but like that face is not. That's not a winner's face.
0: Fair. That's totally fair. <laughs> I'm gonna go to
1: hell.
0: <laughs> me, 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 me too. Also same. Where can we find you on social media and Venmo?
1: You can find me at Dot DeVille on Venmo, on Instagram, on TikTok, on YouTube. I'm just Dot DeVille everywhere.
0: Twitter. Nice. Well, it was a pleasure chatting with you again. Thank you so much for having me. The biggest thanks to Dot for coming on. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, SoundCloud, or Stitcher, and leave us a review while you're there. If you have any questions or comments, drop me a line at theaternow.com via our question link. Like, listen, love. Until next time, I'm Michael Block, and that was Block Talk.